Welcome back to Coast Coast Dynasty, episode number 13. Lucky number 13. I am one of your hosts, Lumen Almada, Superflex DGen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Saturday evening. Hopefully, yeah. your lineups are pretty much ready for tomorrow. Um, maybe some tweaking, maybe not. Uh, well, let's hope let's that? hope not too much. Yeah, I mean, I uh I, I mean, that's one thing we can talk about. I generally go through like Monday night and I'll set all my lineups only because like some leagues you're allowed to put out players in IR and then they automatically go back to questionable on Tuesday. So I like to set a Monday night, my initial rosters, and then I'll go in and I'll tweak everything Thursday. And then I wait till Friday, Friday reports come out and then i'll make any like final so usually i'm pretty good to go by friday like injure final injury reports if there's a game time decision i have one herbert that i'm gonna have to wait on until tomorrow at like i think they're in the late window too so that's one that i i'll have to be ready to change what about yourself what's your process yeah, very similar. I think it's either Monday night or Tuesday morning. I'm kind of like usually Tuesday morning if I get some time, I'll go through and move my guys around. Um, you know, I'm uh, up late enough on the West Coast here that we'll, it'll roll. Basically, the teams will roll all over on NFL that evening before the night's over. Kind of deal. deal. So I can move guys over and do that kind of stuff. You know, lineups and such are done. So I'll do that sometimes Monday night, Tuesday morning set my initial lineups on what I think uh, I'm going to do. And then as news comes in throughout the week, I'll make my tweaks. Um, and then Sunday morning, I'm waiting for inactives, right? Kind of deal. I used it. I used dynasty planet Sunday morning. First thing yep. to go through and see who is. Um, got the, who got my, the yellow who, triangle. Who has the yellow, yellow triangle or red, right? Or red. Sure yeah. He has red. Um, yep. Double check the yellows um, and who they are, and usually I'll write, um, I'll write down on my leagues that I have any questions. That way, I can just focus on them, and I'll usually write down like who is the question that I have. So it's pretty easy to do. Yeah, I can just go through it real quick. Um, yeah, I do the same. It's I do in my phone notes. I'll put all the leagues and I'll just do that real quick. Yeah. Like as I'm going through. So. Yeah. So that way it just makes it easy. That's what kind of my my jam to do. And then just watch through and yeah, that's uh, the grind the next 16 weeks. You yes, know, that's what yes. we're that's you know, it. that's what we're gonna be doing. But it's it's yeah. that's this is the fun part. Uh yeah, for sure. It is. It's uh it's fun. It's nice to be setting lineups after waiting however many. I think Jeff Scott Connor so was saying it's like 34 weeks or something like that. I'm like, good God, that is a long time. But uh yeah. I'm excited, season's going. I um so I think on the last our last episode we talked about uh, that you have a spreadsheet of where you rate all your teams are ranked and all that good of stuff. Yep. So I went and did the same um, same thing basically. I'm sure ours are slightly different just because how we evaluate our teams might be differently. But I've got one together of mine. Um, then I put uh, put my win losses, and I like to look at all play, even if it's not an all play league. Yeah, uh, uh, I like to look at that. And so then at the bottom of my win losses, I, I put actually adding it all up to see what, what I'm doing out through the league. And yeah. after week, week one, I was basically 500. And after week two, basically 500. 
Um, is that great? Probably. I don't know. But I mean, I think I look at you've overall, got a handful of like teams that you drafted as a year one punt. You did you did several of those like late too, right? Yeah, so. I did a couple of those that, and, and not necessarily a full punt, but more of a just a younger like yep. if it with you know like a zero RB with you know if some things hit just right it can contend but i picked up i would have picked up two to three extra 23 first so that if things are hitting right in week nine ten kind of deal i can move one to two of those pieces to to to, to make a push right yeah but without losing a lot for the next draft class so yeah that's my process but uh also week two of sfp is complete obviously and week three has started and we have a someone that you hear you're in the top 20 ish of being number 11 out of yeah. all 3000 that's pretty yeah, uh impressive yeah. It, it, you know it was i was like man i i knew that i i looked and i had the top score for the week out of all of sfb i believe with 247.74 um and you know it was I mentioned it. I think I had the uh, uh, Tua Waddle stack to go with the Josh Allen Steph Diggs stack. Um, so those those guys just absolutely went bananas for me. And I, I did a zero RB type uh, build, and you know I had like Pollard. He he had a good week, and then Henderson had a touchdown, and um, so I, I had some of those guys. And I think uh, Patterson Patterson had a bit of a down week um for week two but i I, you know i'm not gonna be you know that this is like i i've peaked in week two but i do have i i built that correlation in like had this happened in the playoffs or in the championship i mean this is the kind of thing that wins you the the whole tournament for you know three thousand teams right you just have to have that thing thing the correlation hit at the right time on the right week so not saying that i i've built the best team but but that's why you do these things in these big tournaments or big uh, leagues like Scott Fishbowl or, you know, the Millie Makers and some of the other, uh, you know, high stakes tournaments you do. So, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, being 11th. I, I went in when I got the email that Scott Fish sends out. I, I clicked the link for like the top leagues and I'm like, man, I got to be up there. And I scrolled down. And I was looking. I was looking. I was like, man, because I was trying to find because I, I actually scored uh, the second most points in our league on week one. But I faced the team that had the most points. So I was one and one. So I'm actually three and one. Uh, but I have you know, by far the most points in our league. So I had to go back up because they actually ranked it by points in that spreadsheet. So I was number 11. Well, I think you can get in by points to the playoffs. If I can't remember, I don't remember yep. like the top, something like that. The point, the, the playoff determination, once it gets out of sight of being like the top two or three in the league, I'd get confused. I don't know how Scott, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he does a great job with it. I just, it, as a fellow commish, not, not nowhere near on his level, but um, I don't know how he keeps it all straight. Um, yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and then I saw you put out a tweet there, so I put that on here. It's- yeah, you know, um, so I put a tweet out that about um, starting a draft next for a league for next year. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, next year, not this year. 
Um, and um, it's what I'm trying to do. I was trying to get people from my neck of the woods out here in California, Northern California more so, uh, to do a dynasty league. And so we can meet up and do our startup draft together. Uh, try This is something that I think you're doing one in your neck of the woods too. Uh, I know that Scott Connor did one in Ohio this year too. And, you know, it's one thing I kind of do miss is the in-person drafts. So I yeah. thought if we can find, I don't really want to do redraft anymore. It's just not, I love Scott doing SFB. That's fun. I do one uh, guillotine league that that's, that's fun. Um, but redraft just it's just a different brain i can turn my brain differently for the draft of sfb but i don't want to do it the whole season so i'm trying to do a dynasty league in northern california for a live draft and uh jim dickey was me and him had been talking about doing this for a while uh and doing one um and he i think he's co-owned with you in, in hq6 if i'm not mistaken he's yep. in several of my leagues a uh, friend of mine lives here 10 15 minutes from me so We've talked about it. Hopefully we can, hopefully we can make it happen. We'll be, you know, I'll probably be retweeting that every couple of weeks to see if I can get some people to do it. Um, I think Shane said he's going to fly out and Scott Connor. Uh, yeah. Road trip. Road, road trip. <laughs> that was fun. You know, but that would be yeah. amazing. I, you know, I'm never going to hold those guys to it, but that'd be awesome just to have that be cool. But so if you're listening to this, you are anywhere in near Northern California, you're interested in a dynasty league for next year. And uh, let me know, hit me up on Twitter um yeah i'll make a little bit of a plug too because with sfb we i'm in the scranton division and uh we had a meetup a couple weekends ago and uh talked talked a couple of the guys talked about doing a live uh, dynasty league and doing the rookie draft in you know in person each year as well and uh so we officially launched uh twitter uh dm group uh called electric city dynasty so it's a scranton we're gonna we're gonna meet in scranton each year so if you're in the you know new jersey northern jersey eastern pennsylvania area and you're interested in a scranton based uh scranton themed dynasty league we're gonna be doing one of those as well it's myself uh michael bauer and a few other guys that are in um our uh, our scranton division for sfb you know i i need to probably reach out to whoever's in there was a because there was live drafts in san francisco for the sfb that i didn't get to, I, I wanted to participate but uh and maybe some some of those people might be something that yeah their twitter handles are in the division so you could probably just dm them on twitter too so yeah i gotta find the find the find them so go go see what i can figure that out or reach out to scott or something or just go to the division right yeah you're right good point but that's something to do um you also wrote 49ers franchise on here. So I, I, I don't know what you what, what you mean by that. Am I in um, mourning or, or what, what are we talking here? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say the franchise QB. is I, I left out QB. So, uh, uh, so uh, I just rough week to... last week, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I hate to see it for the kid. I hate to see it. Uh, I, I mean, he is on see... our logo. He is on yeah, our logo. Yeah, he is on our logo. I hate to see it for the kid. Um, I also hate to hear the comments that the 49ers are better that, or that we're going to be better with Jimmy and that it, it's just different. The, the, if anybody, so here's my thing. The reason we got, or the Niners went after for a Trey Lance is because we already know, knew what they had in Jimmy. 
And one biggest thing I think they went after that was because Jimmy's health. He, he has not stayed. He's stayed healthy for two, basically two seasons out of his, in his career. Even when he played for the Patriots and he took it, played those four games for Brady, he got hurt and put, didn't miss, I think two of them. And Brissett had to play. Yeah. So he can't, he's not a, the pillar of health. So that's number one that they got. Number two is he has gone to the, he went to the Super Bowl. We did not win it. We know what we got with Jimmy. He didn't. He couldn't make the pass. That's not why they lost the Super Bowl. The defense lost that Super Bowl. But he couldn't make the pass. He couldn't make the plays that he needed to make the plays. Okay. Second one, same. The second time against the Rams last year, same thing. He just couldn't make the pass, make the plays to do it. So we know what we have in Jimmy. Would we be better? Will we be better this full year with Jimmy as a record? Ah, maybe. I can say maybe to that than we would have with Lance just because Jimmy, we know who Jimmy is and he's a competent quarterback in the NFL, no matter what people, you know, people like to shit on Jimmy. I've been a decently Jimmy Stan, but I'm also pretty objective, I think. And if you look at Jimmy's record and look at Jimmy's stats, he's not a horrible quarterback. I mean, give me, there's so much worse out there, so much worse, but there is so much better too. So to say that, yeah, there's a possibility that we could be better with Jimmy for the whole year just because of he's not going to be learning. Trey really needed this year to learn. He yeah. needed this year for experience. Reps. And meaning and reps, reps. What, I mean, it's not to say that, you know, I've been listening to a couple of the local people. Maybe the first four or five games that Jimmy would be better, but at the end of the year, maybe Lance would be better just because of his athleticism and his skill. And then there's the slander that Kyle's been getting about, oh, you shouldn't be running him this much. You shouldn't be running him this much. Well, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree. So part of the reason I agree is, yeah, he ran him quite a bit. No other quarterbacks have been run that much, not even Josh Allen, um, on design runs. But that's also what part of the reason we got him, too. And this is football. Injuries freaking happen. Okay, so it is what it – I mean – it is what it is, and and people might say, well, don't run. Why weren't? Why is he running like quarterback power? You know, up the middle and that kind of stuff. Well, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Kyler Murray, where he's got four three speed. That's not him. He's power. He's got power. Yeah. So I again, I hate to see it for the kid. I had several teams with him. I hope he comes back and recovers, and he's better. I do hope that you know. I was listening to one of our guys that I like to listen to. The uh, uh, Haberman Middlecoff podcast. I'll give them a plug. They're pretty good. They're a good listen for your West Coast sports or just sports in general. But um, when Jimmy tore his ACL in week two of 2018 and came back, he spent that whole year after he was able to come back to the, to the facilities with Mike Shanahan watching film for like four hours a day. So, yeah. And the next year in 2019 is the year they went to the Super Bowl. So Jimmy, like, he like downloaded Jim, like Kyle's offense into Jimmy's brain over that whole time, that whole year. So maybe maybe Trey gets to do that too, and he can learn so much from that. So I'm hoping he comes back next year and he's awesome. Uh, That's a fun tidbit. I did. I like that. Uh, so piece we'll see. of information. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're. Uh, if, I mean, I mean, Kyle and Mike's is still there all the time. So yeah, my initial reaction. And I think I put it in the junk dynasty junkies uh, group. Me was that, hey, you know, yes, he's not getting the reps, but maybe this will be good to further learn the offense, right? But 
I mean, I, I like that if he can spend the hours watching film and and you know diving into the brain of the Shanahan's, that could be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. You know, for, so from a dynasty perspective, I know that some people have been, oh, you got to go buy him, oh, you got to go sell him, kind of deal. I it, it depends on my I, like. I've been pushing to sell him in any leagues that I he was like a couple leagues he was my QB two, and have him anywhere as QB one. A uh, couple leagues he was my QB two. Those leagues if he was QB two and it's a twelve team super flex, I'm trying to sell. I'll take a twenty three first or twenty four first because I also think I can buy him back later too for not much more uh 14 team and above i want to i'm going to keep or two qb i'm going to keep uh and then if i'm a team that is not bd looking like garbage i'm trying to buy yeah too so it's a little bit of both it's just kind of team dependent i'm, I'm kind of going but most mostly i'm kind of out just on him from a fantasy perspective i still think yeah. he has it yeah, i think he still have a career but i mean that's enough about yeah my, no i my, I, uh, it was a I big thing a big it thing was for, a big thing for, i think it but uh, I think your team has some oh, questions yeah. that need to be. I mean, I didn't watch most of that game. Yeah. I watched well, a little of it. Well, I had to bail on our Thursday recording because I just I, I couldn't take it. I was like just stressed to the max. They're they should have won that game. They they're just their offense looks bad. Um, they have the weapons, which is what is so frustrating, and our defense is like on pace to play like 3,000 snaps. So they are out there way too much. Um, they just can't stay, you know, fresh um, if they're constantly out there uh, because that's what we were supposed to have. The Steelers were supposed to have the elite defense with the offense that did just enough to keep them in the games and, you know, allow them to sneak out, you know, that 500 record. But uh but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I know I didn't expect big things. I, I fully expected no, a but... me- mediocre middle of the road season. I didn't expect to make the playoffs, but you know they just haven't looked like on offense. It's like wow, guys, like do something. Um, is, but is this going to be the first Mike Tomlin team that doesn't go five hundred or better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, it very well could be if they continue to play like they are. I mean, it should be if they play like they are, right? But. I believe you, wait, that the defense will get better when Watt comes back, right? I mean, him him going out after week one hurt them. Oh, badly. for sure, for sure. Um, but I also think that, uh, I mean, they're they're wanting to start Trubisky, but man, you, you got one more game of this type of this level of play, you got to put Pickett in there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got nothing to lose, right? I mean, you're paying. Yeah. You're not. It's not like you're paying Trubisky starter money, anyways. No. So, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would like to see, I would like to, so, I mean, we've got the Jets next week. So I think they're going to give, yeah, I think they're going to give Trubisky an opportunity to play the Jets. And if he loses, if we we lose to the Jets, um, I think that it will be Kenny Pickett's show the rest of the way. And let me see here. After that uh, week, we have, oh, yes, the Bills and the Bucks. Following, uh, following when's, the Jets. When's your buy? When's the buy? Week eight. Uh, actually, that... week nine. Week nine. Oh, yeah. so, so yeah, it's like hey, so it's, can, it's... Kenny Pickett's starting by week ten. Oh yeah, yeah. That like I've I always I always felt like week ten, like they would give him the buy, give him the long prep, you know, to, to go into to two home games. We have we host the Saints and then we host the Bengals in nine and ten. So mm-hmm. starting him out with two home games that could be a 
uh, a good that could be spot. Nice. Yeah, a good yeah. spot to do That's it. That's a tough but, division, though. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because if we don't beat the Jets, we're losing to the Bills. We're losing to the Bucks. We'll probably lose to the Dolphins and the they Eagles. Look like fun. Yeah, and the Eagles are looking amazing with Jalen Hurts. So, man, what a out of all the quarterbacks that have kind of like made a huge turnaround. I mean, we were talking a bit about it uh, in one of the chats today. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks like he's the real deal. Hurts and Tua, right? Yeah, Hurts and Tua, yeah. the two question mark quarterbacks going into the season that look like for right now, week two, weeks two in, games in, yeah, two, two games, games in. in, you know, look pretty good, look pretty good, but. Um, so I'm you're so you say you're going to be traveling a lot the next month then? I yeah, I yeah, I've, I've got a lot of work travel so I you know I it's hard to do as much trading but uh with the trades that we've traded and offers we've gotten this week I mean <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't I don't what we're going to be doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's this you know before we get into the trades cuz there's not many this week but I have a trash can full of trades this week. Man, I don't know. I, I mean, I put a tweet out about three offers I got in the same league, and I must have really pissed somebody off. I don't know how. Because it's <laughs> like it's a new league, and I got some of the worst trades I've ever seen in um, di- my dynasty career. And uh, they were talked about a little bit on the uh, Patreon show, the, the Dynasty Trades and the Dynasty Trades HQ, which is cool. I sent those in to Shane. But um, – yeah, it's some pretty bad, pretty, pretty bad stuff. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah. Um, but so I haven't got my – I got one minor – one little bitty trade that was done. I actually sent – I got an offer what, right before we started recording, before we were chatting, and uh, it was uh, Jeff Wilson for a third, and I countered some other other pieces for for to get the first, and he already uh, rejected it and said the original offer stands, and I said, no, it doesn't because I already rejected it. But um, – <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so what have you did? You, did you after week one? You know, we don't want to overreact. We want to react to the overreactors. Yeah. Right. But now we have a little bit more data, so there's going to be more overreaction. You know, did you sit back and see what people did? What, what, what did no, you do? I mean, so so like they're. they're... I, I mentioned it, and there was the we talked about the trade that I was trying to get done in uh, in trade addicts, but I was like trying to take those teams that were middling and pick a direction, um, even like as as early as I possibly could. And in in this particular instance, you know, I'll just mention it because I do want to circle back to like how the rookies are looking as well as uh, the the college, you know, the twenty twenty three prospects, but. I mean, you got to kind of make these moves. So Gibson had a great week one. Patterson, CPAT had a great week week one. And there was a, a guy that was interested in both of them. And, uh, you know, I was trying to get give him like uh, Robert Woods and basically all my old pieces uh, and get Knox in his first. And then he countered with just Gibson and CPAT for his first. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take it because I probably won't be able to get that first for Gibson much longer. And sure enough, I don't think I could get that third for that first for Gibson no, anymore. I mean, yeah, that's Especially huge. after seeing Brian Robinson do the ladder drill and he's going to be back Dude, sooner than everybody thought. That's that is. Yeah. I mean, sold. Sold. Yeah. See ya. Yep. So that's what Good I move. did in, in my leagues, just trying to make those small, um, 
you know, like picking just pick a lane. But I, I, you know, honestly, for the the retooling, rebuilding teams, I already knew going into it. So there was well, only like two teams that I had that were kind of in that position. Well, well, I mean, yeah, you know, we can talk about a little bit about that. That was um, in a one of the groups there were in a bunch of podcasters, and the question was asked about when do you make your decision on if you're going to go to a rebuild or, or go in. A lot of people said week four, right? And I said week four, but I also said in most leagues, you should already know. Like yeah. you should know where this direction of this team is going for the most part. And th- you, you're always going to have a couple of like things that might, if they sw- just hit just right, you might have a chance. But by week four, if you don't know yet, there's you should know you should know going into the season already okay this team's definitely a contender this team i'm definitely rebuilding you might have a couple that are you know up in the air kind of deal and i think i I appreciate that you told me about your ranking that you did for your league so that's helped me i i I do pretty good on knowing which one's doing what but that helps me to kind of see where i want and then i you know i went into one league after week two and after i did all this and i just I, i like I didn't fire sale, but I just put everybody that wanted gone. And they're like, and I'm 0-2, right? And they're like, oh, already? I go, dude, if you're not first, you're last kind of deal. If you do not yeah. get to selling right away, you're not going to get it. I didn't get any bites, but that doesn't mean – week three is around the corner. Right. And people are – if I'm going to just – one of the things I, that like us degenerates do is you, nobody's going to really beat us to the punch of putting people up and moving because the, the, the more casual pit players are not going to be just – on top of it like we are so i'll make my adjustments again after week three and send out my players again send out my offers again before anybody else will i just i just know i unless it's you know ddl4 and we're all (laughs) yeah we're all we're all just like (laughs) who knows (laughs) but yeah no and i i think that uh one thing i wanted to bring up and I, i i sent a tweet question into uh uh the fantasy timeline this week and it was basically man this 22 class and uh and you guys talked about it a little bit on the the dnc uh zoom meeting last night this the wide receivers in this class have actually made this class a lot more valuable than everybody anticipated um because traditionally we've always had um you know quarterbacks and running backs drive the the value of um draft classes but i think this year I mean, you've got Drake London looking like an absolute stud. You've got Garrett Wilson went, you know, ham last weekend. And then, you know, I mean, you've got uh, per- great performances, great air yards by Alave, um, you know, Jamison Williams, Pickens, Moore, and, you know, they could all take off in the second half. So, I mean, these wide receivers, I mean, they're, they're definitely looking like they're going to be able to uh, – you know, you'll probably get a couple in the wide receiver one dynasty range, and then you're definitely going to have a handful of these guys in that uh, 13 to 24 range. So, I mean, ultimately, I think these wide receivers, uh, you know, and I, is that the way? Is that the way we're going to go? Like uh, next year's class of wide receivers isn't looking quite as strong right now, but I mean, maybe the hype will build as the season goes on. So. Yeah, no, definitely. It, the the you know we already knew we weren't going to have a, a good quarterback class this year, so it was all hinging on the wide receivers and running backs. Um, 
Brees Hall. I mean, mm, you know, they were not are they they're not really giving him everything we thought he was gonna get. So kind of question mark. James Cook, I don't think he's done much since week one in his fumble. So um it's kind of a lot up in the air from that side, but the wide but the wide receivers outside of, you know, outside of Burks is probably He's had this like little bit of stain on him, but it's not like he's like tanked. But they're anything. getting him involved. Yeah, and they, I, I didn't no, mention right. I didn't that, mention him there. That's but where that I first kind of going. Yeah, with it, is like it's not like he's not getting any targets. He's definitely getting targets. He's definitely. I think he has. Targets. I think he has the highest target percentage out of any of the rookies, just because they pass so little, right? Right. So, it, so possibly. I think target I mean, share. So I didn't like, look at the target share for like him against rookies and stuff like that, but I yeah. I know that. He's getting targets, and that's the thing. If you're getting targets and snaps, it's gonna come. It'll come, and uh, so that's that's always good. And he's he's probably someone that nothing like from a from a mainstream or a, a from a has really big or positive has happened, where there's still this negativeness on him probably. So if he has another game like he's had the last two, where it's nothing too great i might try to go buy an extra couple shares because i again Tannehill, i think is yeah i think we're gonna see willis before the end of the year which (laughs) which i don't know what that does to 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 burks too either but you know who knows so that and then i have not watched i've watched very little i've watched i haven't watched very much nfl and i've watched even less college this year so far yeah um just hasn't worked out this year so far. But I've heard a lot of good things about the wide receivers so far this season. I know that the quarterbacks aren't looking great, though, other than the two. So the rest of them are not. So Yeah, and then we'll, and I think we'll DJ, DJ, you had a good game today. That's so what I saw somebody posted that, that. Yeah, that's like, I mean, that would be just bonus for what we were expecting, right? Right, uh, right. Um, what, so, what's, yeah, so I mean, they're... The quarterbacks, there's too much time left in the season right. to it fully just, it judge is. It's them. Just way, yeah. I think the running backs are, are, they are as advertised. Yes. Yeah, as advertised. They are going to yeah. be great in that class. So I think that uh, they're still going to bring up – I mean, you know, I, I know that uh, Shane Hallam um, puts out his, his mock drafts, and I believe he had five top 50 running backs uh, – in his last most recent one. And I mean, right there, if you're, you're thinking, uh, you know, that that's going to be five guys that go in the first round of, of super flex rookie drafts, even. Um, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting though, because Brees went one one in basically every league this year, if he doesn't pan out, I think we're going to get a lot of gun shy people, uh, on, on some of the running backs. So I think, wide receivers will get pushed up just because people can, you know, take, you know, right. salvage, I guess, a little bit more of the value in their mind um, with that. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm excited to see another week. I'm excited to see what some of these guys do and go forward, see if things change, you know, what change San Francisco does differently. And, you know, some of these, you know, is what's, what's going to happen going forward. So another week's upon us. So it's exciting, but um, we've got it. Like I said, we didn't have too many trades, but we got a couple trades here. Yes. Uh, so first I, trade is your trade that you did. Yeah, it's our, the, 
It's the infamous uh, trade in the midseason that's been talked about on at least three different podcasts already. So, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, so last week happened. It was uh, about ten o'clock at night. Um, I had uh, some li- liquid courage going on and belief that Kenny Pickett would be starting this week because of what I saw last week from Trubisky. And I'm like, I want to go buy some Kenny Pickett. Uh, so I uh, I went into midseason. I am, uh, you know, one of the top teams supposedly in there. So we'll see how the, the season pans out. But I have the two elite QBs in Mahomes and Murray. Um, and I have some solid running backs and, you know, enough threshold receivers that I'm comfortable. But I was like, I really didn't have a super strong uh, third quarterback, uh, Jimmy G. Just gained a lot of value, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can move Jimmy, get Kenny Pickett as my third third QB for the future. So I moved Jimmy G in my 24 first, which, you know, can't future cast that much, but I am top in dynasty and top in contender. So hoping it's late uh, for my man Kenny Pickett. So yeah, um, so 12 team league, super flex, two two point PPR for the quarterback for tight ends and point per carry in this league. I think we're start 12, I believe. Um, maybe even start 13 because I'm crazy. And this is a league that we started last season and we drafted in like we started the draft in like week eight of last season. So a little bit different. Um, and the picks were 23 picks were in the draft. Um, I don't hate it. I probably wouldn't have done it, but I'm also not as big on picket, maybe. Uh, I would have I would have rolled with Jimmy. Yeah, for this Jimmy year, the G. smart move would have been to roll with Jimmy because he's starting the rest of the year. He's starting the that. rest of the year, and I, I I, don't know if they're any different, honestly. I don't know if Pickett and Jimmy are really any different going, yeah. uh, at the end of the day. The 24 first, we don't know. That's that's a ways away, but I will have to send you a league safe for that one. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried, but, you know, uh, kind of deal. But I don't hate it. I mean, it's it's – yeah, and, yeah, and you I know mean, what? You, me, have conv- I, you know what? You have conviction, and, and I, if you have conviction, I cannot argue when someone they have conviction. You've that's conviction, one of the leagues. That's one of the leagues. I also have George Pickens, so you know, a little, those, a little home, those, homery, those homery. two, yeah, those two could have mad chemistry and make me a happy fan as well as a happy dynasty owner. In that, yeah, good in for that you. Case. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, you had conviction and you went after what you wanted, so I, I, yeah. I'm fine with that. And this, the next one is the one you talked about a little bit yeah, earlier. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Gibson yeah, and, pa- and uh, Cordell Patterson for a 23 first. And I hope that your phone is okay. And <laughs> I hope that, or your mouse or everything, yeah, whatever yeah, you I was, use it was to my hit, phone. To it was hit my smash phone. accept on this because yep. I would have smashed accepted this so fast. Um, so good trade on that one. Good one. That's a very yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the last one, you know, I got a cold offer. Um, someone wanted to buy Tyler Higby uh, from me. He's and been, he, he's been, he's been like consistent getting two targets weeks for two weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you know, yeah. it's like, it's Tyler Higby. I was like, all right. So I, I was like, he's going to start for me though in that league. And I'm like, cause it's, I think it was like a start 12 as well. 12 team start. No, 14 team start 11 is what it was. Yeah. So, so it's like the, the pickings are slim. And so, uh, Tyler Higby was a starter and I'm like, man, I really don't want to give up a starter for like, and he was offering me his 24 second. I'm like, how about Higby and my 24 second and Mike Williams to pair with Herbert in that league. There you go. Nice. So that's what I did. Yeah. And then I had a baby trade 
that I gave up. this team. This team is the biggest trash can of all trash cans. This one is. This team is a team I took over this year where um, the owner quit after like three days after he made some trades. Like he made some, like he had Mahomes at one point and I came into this team that their best, he had Mahomes like a week and a half before I took over this team. Like, he, like a week and a half before I took over this team, he had Mahomes and like Brees Hall and some other guys. And when I showed up a week and a half later, his best quarterback was Baker Mayfield. Oh man. I, I don't really know how you do what he did. But he destroyed this thing and then left. Honestly, the commission should have reached like after that, which it was so close. He should have put all the trades back, honestly. But I get why not doing it. Just it is what it is. But he gave it. I got it for free. So literally, any everything is. I'm starting Geno Smith as a quarterback. Yeah. And I wish I didn't even have him on my team. (laughs) I'm trying to trade him. I'll start. I don't care who. I'll start. Okay, deal. Like this team has complete nothingness um so i gave up jordan mason for a third i mean i like sure god see up by i don't really care about i don't think there's a single player i want on my team for next year literally so it's a trash can but yeah so that's our trades for this week like we said earlier not a lot going on hopefully in the next two weeks we'll be able to get a lot more done when we have yeah. more clear defined directions where our leagues i think our directions are we know what pretty much know what we're going we just got to make sure we get past the next two exits and see if they're enticing or not yeah but the other thing that's going to happen is other teams are going to pick a pick their direction and that's where the avalanche of activity was going to happen Yep, and i just hope that i pick the direction before them yeah because that's what you want to be you know you know the ricky bobby style if not first your last kind of deal once you decide to rebuild it in week six or seven those 23s are going to be gone because somebody decided to do it in week three or four yeah so um unless you're in my leagues wait to make your decision until the end i'd appreciate that <laughs> yeah. but um yeah, so that kind of concludes for the most part our uh, our, our pod tonight, if, except for of course the coast to coast roast. And you put something in it today, so I'm gonna let you yeah. roast away. Yes, yeah, so uh, you know I think that uh, as we we get into this over get past overreaction season and um, just understand that uh, there are no absolutes in dynasty; they do not exist. It's like values fluctuate weekly now that we're in the point scoring season and we cannot predict the future that is the one thing we cannot do so basically all you have to do is play play with some conviction go with what you feel comfortable going with but if somebody's telling you something for sure is going to happen don't believe them because no one knows for sure. And I was, I was just hearing some advice like this week and it just, that struck a chord with me and I'm like, come on, you can't be like giving that kind of absolute advice. Like this is going to happen or this player is dead. And I mean, all off season people were, t- were saying Saquon Barkley is toast. And I'm like, how can you say that? Like for certain, like there's, there is a chance that he's not and he comes back and he looks good. So. Right. I mean, there's exactly there's a chance that those things could happen. You know, you got to be playing for that them, but but there's a chance. There's also a chance, like we use Saquon. There's also a chance that he's RB one. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, but yeah, I don't think there's any absolutes. But pick. But with that, with that, 
maybe there's no absolutes, but you can pick a direction and pick a pick a lane and pick a conviction to go with, and that that's that's good. But don't be like, "Yep, this is gonna happen," or "Nope, that's not gonna happen." You know, if you're, you know, if you're, it's just yeah, I just that's just no, that's not gonna happen. Don't just don't do it. Don't pick an absolute. Yeah. There is no abs. There's about two absolutes in life, and that's about it. Yeah. Taxes and death, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, and you don't even have to pay your taxes. You might end up in jail if you don't, though. So yeah. make sure you do that. But um, yeah, that uh, that kind of just like I just kind of roll my eyes at that kind of stuff. It's just like, you know, you don't even know what you're talking about, kind of deal. But yeah, um, so that's the coast to coast roast. Don't play in absolutes. Always be willing to, to move. Yeah, um, and even go again. Go, go against the grain. Hedge your bets oh, if you. It's, it's hedge your bets if you need zig to. Zig when everybody else is zagging. Yeah. Yep. Yes, for sure, sir. For sure. Um, so do you got anything else for tonight or that? No, I mean, I, I think uh, we're both exhausted from, from a long day of kid activity. So uh, oh, yes. I am certainly, you know, it's, it's not, I, I still have 16 minutes till tomorrow. So I, Ooh, I can get to bed. To I can get, get to, to bed. bed before tomorrow. Let's get to bed before tomorrow for you. Yeah. Uh, next week. Um, yeah. Next week we should be back. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. we don't get canceled. I don't know who's going to cancel yeah. us. But, but, uh, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday should work for me this week. My team's not playing, so I won't be stressed. <laughs> My team plays Sunday night. So all right. Yep, tomorrow night. So all right. Again, for the Coast to Coast podcast, I am Ruben Almada at Superflex DJ, and I am Justin Mercer at C 2 C Dynasty Merce. Follow the pod at C 2 C Dynasty Pod. Thank you, and have a good night. Peace. Thank you.